is Don's Poetry Corner, and I'm Don. I plan for this to be a weekly space in which to encounter a poem for 15 minutes. Some of these poems will be long-revered classics, others will be obscure, others will be recent and well-regarded. I use the word encounter because it seems to cover the myriad ways in which my classes read and respond to poetry. Each poem has its own unique pathways and resonances, and we typically fumble around in the poem until we find something meaningful to talk about. Some poems need historical context in order to make sense. Others need details from the poet's life. Still others, some technical explanation. Since this is a podcast, and therefore a monologue, I will be trying to anticipate what you need in order to have a rewarding experience with the poem. I hope that you'll take advantage of the message function in Anchor to ask for context or explanation to help you in your own understanding, and probably your classmates too. Also, of course, to contribute your own thoughts about the poem. Today's poem is a great one, I think, for the beginning of the school year. It's called A Boy Juggling a Soccer Ball by Christopher Merrill, and I think it just captures the waning moments of summer vacation. It goes like this. A boy juggling a soccer ball after practice, right foot to left foot, stepping forward and back to right foot and left foot and left foot up to his thigh, holding it on his thigh as he twists around in a circle until it rolls down the inside of his leg like a tickle of sweat, not catching and tapping on the soft side of his foot and juggling once, twice, three times, hopping on one foot like a jump roper in the gym now trapping and holding the ball in midair, balancing it on the instep of his weak left foot, stepping forward and forward and back, then lifting it overhead until it hangs there and squaring off his body. He keeps the ball aloft with a nudge of his neck, heading it from side to side, softer and softer, like a dying refrain, until the ball, slowing, balances itself on his hairline, the hot sun and sweat filling his eyes as he jiggles this way and that, then flicking it up gently, hunching his shoulders and tilting his head back. He traps it in the hollow of his neck and bending at the waist, sees his shadow, his dangling t-shirt, the bent blades of brown grass and summer heat, and relaxing, the ball slipping down his back and missing his foot. He wheels around, he marches over the ball, as if it were a rock he stumbled into, and pressing his left foot against it, he pushes it against the inside of his right until it pops into the air, is heeled over his head, the rainbow, and settles on his extended thigh before rolling over his knee and down his shin so he can juggle it again from his left foot to his right foot and right foot to left foot to thigh as he wanders on the last day of summer around the empty field. If this were the classroom, I would ask, what sticks out to you? What's the general feeling of the poem? Something like that. One thing you might point out immediately is the spacing of the lines, the way alternate lines are indented slightly. And it's always good to ask why when you notice formal elements like this. In this case, I think it suggests the left-to-right nature of juggling a soccer ball, but I don't see much more to it than that. If you have ideas about the spacing of the poem that are deeper, please feel free to add your comment. You might also have noticed that the title is also the first line of the poem. This is a neat trick, 
But again, I don't find it really meaningful, except that it suggests the smoothness of the soccer player moving the ball around his body by moving so easily from title to column. More significant and satisfying to me is that this poem consists of only two sentences. The first one sort of hides its intent from us. Look again at the beginning of the poem. Let me read it for you again. A boy juggling a soccer ball after practice. Right foot to left foot, stepping forward and back, to right foot and left foot, and left foot up to his thigh, holding it on his thigh. So we get that far into the poem, 25 words or so into it, before we get, um, as he twists around in a circle. So we finally get, in a subordinate clause, they call it, um, a complete sentence, a complete clause, a subject and a verb. See how it begins without a real verb? It states that we're, it, st it states what we're looking at in a phrase that ends with a colon, and then a series of ing words that are all adjectives describing actions the boy is taking. Those ing words aren't technically verbs yet, because they need an auxiliary. So just think how odd it would be to say a boy stepping forward and back. A boy is stepping forward and back. A boy was stepping forward and back. A boy will have been stepping forward and back. Now you have verb, a real verb, because it gives us an idea of when in time the event happens. So what's the significance of this? Well, the boy is juggling the ball out when the purposeful drills and scrimmages, the systematic learning is over. In a real sense, this is an aimless activity. The boy is just juggling the ball because it's fun. And as a result, look at how focused and single-minded the poem and the boy are. The poem never loses sight of the ball, like the boy himself. However, just as our soccer player will eventually have to leave and then spend much of his day in school, the poem eventually has to have complete sentences. He's just dragging out as long as he can the last day of summer, wandering, dawdling while he still can. So the form of this poem, as with any good poem, reflects its content. Like the boy juggling the ball, it avoids making straightforward sentences as long as it can. Those straightforward subject-verb sentences are like a duty, right? Like school. At least, that's the charm of this poem to me and the reason it has so much resonance at the beginning of school, which is of course the end of summer. If you have other ideas or have noticed other things than I have, good for you. Please uh, leave a voice message in the voice message section so that I know you're listening. Thanks for listening today, and I hope you enjoyed Don's Poetry Corner. Come back soon.